What's up, everybody? This is Dan Granado, and I'm Jim Lovecheck, and this is the Nerf Fury Podcast. Uh, so this week uh, we're going to be talking about oh, we're going to talk about pirates, uh, basically generic. Like I'm going to talk about um, this Port Royal, it's called, where it's like the famous pirate city that actually sunken in a day, actually in minutes. In minutes, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to it. And, and Jim, you want to talk about some like pirate ladies, a little famous badass pirate ladies. pirate ladies. I got four badass pirate ladies that I want to talk about. It's interesting because you don't really hear about pirate ladies. No, you don't. I mean, you know Kira Knightley. That's about it. Oh, she's not a real pirate. Not in real life, like in the Pirates of the Caribbean. She's. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke about booty in there somewhere. I, just I was thinking it, it and it was just going yeah, to stumble it. Yeah, through. to get there is bad. Uh, so, yeah. So, we all seen the movies, Pirates of the Caribbean, that made pirates kind of famous again. I mean, there True. are a lot of people love pirates, but, uh, I mean, there's the funny, like, in college, there used to be, like, this divide in, like, the artists, the art school that I went to, <laughs> where, like... Shut up, dude. <laughs> the West Side Story of your art school pirates versus non-pirates? No, it was pirates <laughs> versus ninjas. Like you either pirates versus ninjas? Yeah. You were either a pirate lover or you're a ninja lover. You couldn't be one or the other. Like, both. So, like, what <laughs> happens if, like, a pirate lover and a ninja lover fell in love? Then it becomes, like, Romeo and Juliet, which is just West Side Story? As in when we murder both of them? Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of dance numbers. Exactly. Knew it. Art school. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy I, it's, place. It was, <laughs> I remember the first day I went to art school and like the upperclassmen, because there wasn't really a division with upper and lower class. And right, was, yeah. Everyone went outside and smoked cigarettes. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really true. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> and we went and the guy was like, hey, man, so you started? I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, we need to ask you. I'm like, it's just you, but go ahead. <laughs> you a pirate? Or a ninja, I'm like, what? I'm a I'm a commuter. I, I commute here. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't I used to live ship. at home. Yeah, I don't have a ship. It's like, no. Do you like Do you like pirates? Well, I like the movies. Yeah. What, well, what about ninjas? I'm like, they're pretty cool. No, you gotta pick the two between the two. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go back home. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to UIC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. anyway, so in Pirates of the Caribbean, one in the, especially in the first one, you first see Jack Sparrow in the Pirate City. Right. Uh, what was it called? Tortuga. I, Tortuga. So that city is where based all the chicks slap him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably deserve that. That um, one I did deserve. So that is actually based off a real city in history, off the coast. Off of Jamaica is off the coast of Jamaica. Yeah, it's called Port Royal. Nice. And it's at its time, it was the Vegas of that era. Where yeah, there were wait, like Vegas or like um Amsterdam? Ooh. Was well, it more like an Amsterdam? I'm like you could do whatever the hell you want and get away with it? Or was it like Vegas where you could lose all your money? Well, Vegas well, is no, kind of yeah. like Amsterdam. Uh, yeah, a I bit. mean uh, it's more Vegas because there were people that would travel from all over the world, from Eng- both from England mainly, that would go there, and some would leave a millionaire overnight because there was okay, a bunch of gambling. Yeah, Vegas, there you go. Okay, cool. Like one crazy, f- like there's a crazy facts 
about this place that there were hundreds of taverns in this town. How big was it? It was a popula- it had population of like 8,000 people, I want to say. I mean, okay. it, during in the 17th century, at one point, it was as busy as 17th century London. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. That so puts it in perspective for me. Okay. There cool. was, um, I'm trying to remember the math, there was a tavern for every 10 residents in this town. That's how many bars and brothels there were in this town. That's why it was like the it was called nicknamed the wickedest uh, city in the world. Okay. So how it, it came to be was back in 1650, around 1650s. And um at that time, England and Spain were at war with each other. Okay. And Jamaica was the only territory that England had. And what was like what was important about that it was the surrounded by uh territories that were owned by Spain from Florida all the way to South America <laughs> the yeah. entire Caribbean yeah Those so stones, and man. there was a uh, I think it was Fort Charles Fort James I forget which one like first was there that was like the main defense for this um for this territory okay so they were all alone out there basically so they needed help so what England did was they enlisted the help of pirates. Oh, is this the privateers? They're, this is why they're called privateers or nice. buccaneers. Nice. That's where the term first started with pirates. So to gain the upper hand, they, they enlisted pirates. And in 1657, the lieutenant governor of Fort Charles, no, Port Royal, <laughs> I'm going to get that mixed up again. It's all good, man. Um. They invited the pirates to the harbor and act as unofficial defense force for the for the England. And what they would do is they were basically licensed to raid uh, the Spanish land by land and by sea and bring back all the booty that they stole back to English ports. Um, so they basically were a state-sanctioned uh, privateer group. Basically, it's like, hey, we'll let you be pirates, but you got to give us 10% of what you find. Exactly. And, and you fly the English flag now. Right. <laughs> and what, like, brought, it was so, like, um, I want to say tactic, tactful. It was wicked smart. Yeah, is what wicked it was. smart. It was wicked smart. Um, basically, where the location of Jamaica is, it is the exact center between the new land and England. So all the main shipping routes, you know, the Caribbeans, <gasps> Or oh. within striking distance of the Port Royal. Oh, that's why the pirates kind of stayed there because they could just hop in their Float ship, around, yeah, loot real quick, and be back. Like it was impossible for Spain to travel goods from Mexico or Florida and not run into some pirate. Some pirate. So, um, so they basically, like you said before, the English took a quarter of their booty. That's still. Both of them make out like bandits in that deal. <laughs> yeah. So even though they took a quarter of it, um, the rest was shared amongst the pirates themselves. And like w- the first expedition that was like recorded, the fleet turned back, which I guess apparently was like in 1659. Uh, the fleet brought back the modern equivalent of $75 million. 
I know. And d- just so people are clear, <laughs> with the with pirates, you think they're always trying to steal gold and stuff. What they mostly stole was rum, spices, other um, mercantile goods and stuff like right. that. I mean, Plus, like then they kept the ships so they could steal right. more I mean, there's, there's still, like, uh, <laughs> silver like right. dishes or pewter dishes that uh, in Jamaica and Port Royal that still exists. Um, they still use it's and like they use it for like communion and stuff <laughs> like that, and it's that's Spanish awesome. treasure like that's stolen Spanish treasure. That's awesome. Um, so at its height and like by 1670, it became the Las Vegas, like I right. said earlier. And if you're bringing home 75 million dollars on time, yeah, you oh, go out. like that's and <laughs> that's insane. They were stupid. Like pirates, what they spent was on booze, food. And sex. Yeah. There was a story that one of the stories that they found that um, that a buccaneer had paid the most attractive prostitute in Port Royal um, a thousand pounds <laughs> to do a strip tease before they actually have sex. Okay. That's if you want to break it down like thousand dollars, thousand pounds then. So $1,300 us dollars in 17th century. That's insane. Just to put a little like, um, I don't know, like idea of how much money that is. If you did an inflation of a th- like, say 1300 us dollars in 1912 and today that's $33,000. Dude, pirates were the original rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Just making it rain. They're, yeah, they just <laughs> didn't. Moly. They had so mu- too much money to <laughs> even know what to deal with. Well, and like you, <laughs> if you get into piracy, you don't think you're going to be at it long. Most people don't retire with former occupation being pirate. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you get all this money and you want to live real quick because you're probably going to die from scurvy, get infected when right. you're on I the mean, water. I mean, they didn't really know when I- every time they were going out and see yeah. if they were even going to come back. Yeah. So Jeez. I mean, that's why probably a lot of pirates left children and their families all the time. Yeah. Um, So like, yeah, they, that was like that for years for, I would say like 20 some odd years. If I'm doing math right. Um, 20 years of, of just debauchery. Oh my God. And there's like accounts. You're right. It is Vegas. You're absolutely right. That is Vegas. Yeah. And there's accounts of people like people who visited who are just appalled. Like, (laughs) <laughs> they hated this, like <laughs> those stuck-up British aristocrats. Yeah, there's like, oh, there's no sense. There, like, this is way too far of a city. It's gone way too far into the to the devil's path. You know, it'll never be a civilized city. There's whatever. No decency here. Yeah, and um, after 20 years, by like around ni- uh, 1692, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, they there's actually they have a specific time because there was found, some, but anyway. The um, the entire s- like two thirds of the city, so twenty three acres, twenty three acres, sunk into the sea. And there's three contributing factors. Hit me with them. I will tell you after you tell us about pirates. Oh, sweet. Okay. Cool. So I mean, we'll pause on that, and so you want so you could tell us about these f- famous pirate ladies, lady pirates. I don't know why I twiddled my fingers when lady I did that. Lady pirates. So I got a. Cu- uh, Four lady pirates that in my studies I came across and thought were really, really cool. Mm-hmm. First one is Queen, and I'm probably mispronouncing her name. It's spelled T-E-U-T-A, so I'm going to call her Tuta? Sure. Of Illyria. 
and where Illyria wa- was is on in Italy where the boot heel is. Uh-huh. They're across the ocean, so they had like that part. It's like the modern day Balkans, where like Albania and oh, Croatia okay. are. Okay, that's where this was. So she was a legitimate pirate queen. She became queen regent of Illyria in 231 BC because her son was son was too young to rule. So she's like the Cersei Lannister of actual history. Wow. She ruled for four years where her pirate forces plundered ships from everywhere. I'm talking Greek, Roman. They eventually took over the neighboring cities of Phoenicia and this other one I'm going to brutalize. I know Phoenicia. Yeah, they she took it over. Money. So she she had a lot of land and people were t- came to her and were like, "Hey, can you please stop?" She goes, "No, no this is all part of fair trade in my country." Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but then she royally pissed off a very formidable enemy, the Roman Empire. So the Romans tried to extend the olive branch. They sent two ambassadors to say, "Hey, can we work out a treaty?" She said, "No." Killed one of the ambassadors <laughs> and then imprisoned the other one. That brought down Rome's full fury on her. She 300 them? She, yeah, but didn't, didn't come out on top. Oh, okay. Didn't come out on top. It lasted for two years, and as was common at that time, you just couldn't outlast the Romans. Right. They were at the, they were very they strong. Had they had yeah. the best troops. They knew everything. So what happened was after two years, she lost her power, and they became a Roman, like a Roman, um, colony and they had to pay a yearly tithe to rome and then two years after that she was usurped from power by her son and nobody heard from her again right interesting right so that was like one of the first pirate queens ever recorded these next two were actually bffs in real life oh so best pirate friends forever okay so the first one was Anne bonnie she was an Irish red-haired lady. Wait, say that name again? Anne Bonnie. Oh, I thought you said Aunt Bonnie. I'm like, Aunt Bonnie. Like a pirate <laughs> my, Aunt my Bonnie. My Aunt Bonnie <laughs> <laughs> was a great pirate, pirate lady. So she came from a wealthy family. She married a small-time pirate named James Bonnie. That's how she got her last name. Her sure. rich father's like, <coughs> and kicked her out. So they <laughs> ended up moving to Port, Port Royale. Yeah where she's quickly soured on James Bonnie. They got divorced. She then shacked up with Calico Jack Rackham, who was a pirate, nicknamed Calico because he dressed in a motley of colors. His real name was John, but they called him Jack. Oh, okay. So she shacked up with him, and he ended up capturing a merchant ship called the Revenge, but he did it within sight of Port Royal, so he got in trouble with the English. So eventually... The English chase, the English bounty hunters find them. They board the ship. Anne Bonnie and her BFF, Mary Reed, fought like demons to repel them, but were eventually captured. They both claimed that they were with child so that they wouldn't be hanged. Oh. So, like, if you were a lady and you're like, hey, I'm pregnant, yeah. they'll, they'll delay your execution until you give birth, and then they'll kill you. Right. So <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't get hanged, but Calico Jack... As he's leaving the prison to Sorry, get hanged. A terrible it's name. a terrible name. Good old cat, Calico Cat. Yeah. Her last words to her lover and captain of her pirate ship were, <laughs> Sorry to see you there, but if you would have fought like a man, you wouldn't be hanged like a dog. Damn. <laughs> she was known for her temper. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then nobody ever heard from her again, so it's speculated that her father, who was a wealthy Irishman, mm-hmm brokered her release for a hefty sum and made her come back to to Ireland. 
It's like, that's fine, the I'll thought. pillage some more. Yeah, that was the thought. So then I'm going to talk about her best friend, Mary Reed. She was known as dressing for dressing as a man since she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Because her mom would dress her up like her dead older brother Ugh. to get money from the dead boy's paternal grandma. Oh, no. That's <laughs> genius. Right? Were they twins? No. <laughs> like, he's, I, th- from what I can surmise from what I read, he'd been dead before she even met him. So. Because <laughs> this is like Wait, England like, in the tr- 16, 1700s. Right. So her grandmother was really like 34. Yeah, yeah, and just like handing money out to who she thought was her grandkid, even though it wasn't her grandkid. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna use that for later. Right? It's like, like that's just old, senile old lady. It's yeah. Like, oh, Billy. Here's your sure. <laughs> yep, totally. And they'd still give you a check for five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, so eventually, what she did is she joined the British military as Mark Reed. I don't know if that was her older brother's name or if she just made it up. So she joined as a man. As she's shipping to the West Indies, her her ship gets attacked by a bunch of pirates who force her to join the crew. It was the pirate ship, the Revenge, with Calico Jack and Aunt Bonnie. <laughs> nice. So they think they pressed a man into service. And Anne gets starts getting close with Mark, who's really Mary. Yeah. And Calico Jack gets jealous because his girl's flirting with another dude in the crew. Why haven't they made this fucking thing in the movie? <laughs> right? This is this is real. And then, so three people on the ship know at this point. Mary, Anne, and Calico Jack because he was jealous. Three then, company. Yes. Then she's still dressed as a man, I'm assuming, because only three people know. Right. She got married to another dude on the ship. Who thought he was a man? Like she was a man? Like she must have been like, hey, I think you're cute. BT dubs, I've got boobs. And I think he just jumped on it. Never seen a man with boobs. Right? I mean... Her bush was probably very mighty. <laughs> That's my guess. So it's been known by the seven seas. Yes. <laughs> so four people know she's a woman, right? Her husband, Calico, Anne, and herself. Eventually, they run afoul of the, the English. They fight like demons. She says, hey, she's pregnant. She doesn't get off like her buddy Anne did. Yeah. She dies of a fever in a prison cell. Mm. which they assume was from complications from childbirth. There isn't a lot of history because it's just dead pirate. Air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. And the last lady is super interesting because this is about a Chinese former prostitute turned pirate queen. So her name is, and I'm probably butchering this and I apologize, Ching Shi. So yeah, I sure. think it maybe. So again, she was a former prostitute who was captured by pirates, who eventually married the leader of the Red Flag Pirate Fleet Armada. I didn't know what to call it because he had three hundred ships at this time, and thirty to forty thousand men underneath him. Oh, that's like yeah, that's an armada. I don't like. I don't know what to call that. So she eventually gained control of this immense fleet when Zhang died in eighteen oh seven. She eventually enlisted the help of, I'm guessing he, he's an administrative assistant, because it said, when I, what I found is that he had to help with the day-to-day running of a pirate empire. So she took it over in 1807. By 1810, the fleet had 1,800 ships and 80,000 crew members in three years, from 300 to 1,800. Huh? Like, <laughs> I mean, how do they, like, acquire that many people? I don't other know. Other than, like, just, like, 
do they do it like Genghis Khan style? Just like a little bit. So I was wondering that too. And further down in my research, in order to manage the huge company, I guess you want to call it at this point, like it's a corporation and she had to, she set up her own laws and taxes and anybody who broke the law got decapitated. So people adored her and feared her. And so she's in China. They heard about her in Great Britain. She's tough, but fair. She's tough, but fair. So um, during 1810, so like at the height, she's got 1,800 ships. Ching and the rest of her crew, I got crew's a, too small of a term. I don't know. Posse's even too small when you have 80,000 people beneath you. Mm-hmm. But um, they're looking to get out of the piracy business because there was an amnesty being offered. But in order what to— What was the amnesty being offered by, like, the— the, the government of China. Oh, China, the government? Okay. Like, hey, you're a pirate. We'll forgive you. Stop messing with everything. You have a giant army. Yeah. <laughs> we'll offer you an amnesty. But in order to get the amnesty, she had to kneel before the government officials to receive it. This was considered a shameful surrender as a pirate. Right. But, as always, Ching had a way out. She walks in there with Cheng Pao, who's her administrative assistant, her chief yeah. executive officer. I, mean, I don't know. He owns a couple... Uh, Restaurants VP of operations, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. There was Yeah. <laughs> and then 17 other women and children in tow. She barges into the office of this official, Zhang Bailing, and demanded that Zhang marry her and her first mate. He did, so she knelt to thank him, therefore receiving the amnesty but not doing a shameful surrender. Okay. So she was able to retire with dignity among all the pirates and keep all of her money. How, what, how does it, what? Okay. And she lived until she was 69 in 1810. Oh, shit. That's a long time. Right? The equivalent of just living to, like, over 100. But, yeah, I've never read about anybody who was able to retire from pri- piracy or any kind of yeah, I prime mean, like, life and I, I keep could, all the I money. I could be totally wrong, but I, th- like, I, remember, I think I remember, like, Blackbeard retired from legit tire, retired. Maybe. Um, I th- read I shouldn't say I read. Uh, I believe I saw like a TV show that was talking about it. Like he actually retired, had family with his riches, and legit retired. That's awesome. But then he was like, eh, I'm bored, and then became a pirate again. I think I heard that too, but this lady retired, former occupation pirate, and stayed that way (laughs) until she died at age 69. Nobody's going to mess with her, though. Yeah. Her and her 80,000 friends. Yeah. And they, did any of them, like, reports, like, them saying that they went to uh, Port Royal? No, none of that. Oh, just okay. just Anne Bonnie and her BFF, Mark Mary Reed. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, it, that's nuts. Because you don't really hear anything about, like, female pirates. It's mostly, like, you hear about Blackbeard. Or or they know, make somebody up. Yeah. Who's an uh, amalgam. Davy Jones even real? Yeah, he, she's real. Yeah, but Davy Jones's locker, the legend is. Yeah, I don't legend, think he's a yeah. squid face. Wait, but that's not real? I don't, I mean, I've never been a pirate, so I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it's a religious thing at that point. No, sure. You know. The, uh, ballet. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, that Request was actually pretty interesting. <laughs> 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 that's pretty interesting, though. Um, well, then let's, to get from I'm there, tossing it right back, back to you. Uh. So at by this point, like I said, in 1692, 23 acres, 23 acres in one afternoon, 
like legitimately minutes fell into the 15 feet into the sea. Jeez. Underground. So th- there was a couple things. It was bound to happen no matter what. I assume they didn't build it up to code. <laughs> well, it's not like the co- like the buildings were there were sound. It was the fact that where the reason why they picked this port port royale mm-hmm. was because there was off once you got the co- off the coastline, it dropped significantly. Like oh. fifty feet. And oh. which allowed for ships to come to in like very park. To park. Yeah, yeah. To port in. And um so that's why it was a hot spot. Like you could get fifty ships into this port. Holy moly. Um but what the problem was, they obviously didn't know, it was built on sand and it had no solid ge- genealogy. Not genealogy. God damn it. <laughs> Geology. <laughs> Um, <laughs> for a long way down. <laughs> Even if you could go about far back as you want to go, it was still sand. <laughs> it was still, still sand. <laughs> Genetically still sand. Um, so that was basically, it was doomed before anything was going to happen. Like eventually this was going to start to sink because right. the sands were shifting. Moving, peop- too many people coming in yeah. and out, the tides, all that crap. The um, Jamaica is sits on two major fault lines. On top oh. of it. Yeah, oh. there's the North American fault, fault line and... Nothing's North America's fault. <sighs> well, <laughs> I guess you got another point there. Two fault lines, two fault lines. So, there, yeah, there's basically two fault lines that were overlapping Jamaica. That's brutal. So, uh, there was, j- right at the right moment... Those plane, it's constantly moving in this particular area. Right. So earthquakes are actually pretty common. Okay. So this one was a doozy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was one of <laughs> it was it was a doozy. Uh, um, seismic waves hit Jamaica. In one afternoon, earthquake hit, and it was like came no there was no warning. They heard they there was accounts saying that uh, you could hear a pop and a big bane and crackling from the mountains that would scare the hell out of and me and then <laughs> they were just like what the fuck was that and then boom it started shaking oh wow and so it got hit by three disasters in one day in mere minutes of each other dude why isn't this a movie i know so it's uh so first it got hit by an earthquake okay so like a, and it's um it was just a death trap of a town to begin with, just the way it was constructed. Because it's constructed like it was in England. Mm-hmm. Very tall buildings yeah, and narrow streets. Oh. So there was no sanctuary whatsoever. Right. Um, and so people were like getting injured, like just standing in the streets, cause they, or even if they're inside. So they would start going inside. Well, that was also a bad decision. Uh, because... A effect happened for it being within on top of sand. This okay. is basically a sandy beach. Uh, the everything sank into the ocean with people trapped in the buildings because of this um, an event called a liquefaction. Liquefaction. Yeah. So okay. basically, what liquefaction is is when sand and a ton of water are like combined. Okay. And you add 
a shaky element like you would an earthquake, it basically liquefies the sand and that becomes makes sense. it makes water shoot up into the surface and makes it into instant quicksand. That makes sense. So the yeah, whole okay. town was basically dropping like a like piles of rocks. Just with people inside with the building. People buildings. inside of it. They were uh, in 1964. They actually have a recording of this phenomena happening. Right. That was the only one of the rarest times that it's actually been caught on camera. Uh, it was in uh, a town in Japan, Nagata, Japan, in 1964. Sweet. Earthquake happened there. Um, not as severe as the one that re- supposedly happened at Port Royal, mm-hmm. but it separated the grains and the sediment, allowing water to rush up to the surface, and the buildings just sank sank into the ground right yeah there's nothing to stand on yeah basically it's like jumping into a pool <laughs> you're gonna so, go to the bottom <laughs> I know. and so there was reports of like people saying they found uh buildings of people that were stuck in the buildings sinking to the ground and people that were buried up to their necks with the sand being crushed to death by the weight of the ground uh, oh, oh! While the dogs would oh. go in return, the dogs would go and eat their faces. Dude, seriously, why isn't it? I would watch the hell out of this. <laughs> it's like it's a crazy like story. Terrible way to go. By I the mean, way. it's like the Pompeii of the modern era. Yeah, uh, th- of the new world. I just say modern era, the new world. So like, you're just walking along the beach. The mountain spits at you. You're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? And then you sink into the sand, and then it crushes you to death. Yeah, like, there was, like, and, like, the crazy thing is, of all the horrible ways to die, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, like, ridiculous. And the crazy thing is, so the way that it sunk, how quickly it sank, Yeah, not a, there's, like, whole intact buildings under the sea that, like, they just, it got, it ca- like, someone got encapsulated with, it's now dead coral, mm-hmm. but... If you like people, they've had like, I think in the 50s, they did an excavation down there and they brought back like untouched pots and pans that d- it was like cap time capsule. That's insane. They found they found like barrels that were in the guard, like in the houses that still had hair from then. Like it, it's like it was crazy. Like. Like I can't even like understand like why. opening like, up a Pharaoh's tomb. Yeah. Like, like it's like so weird. Wow. And they found a watch there. And the watch actually was frozen in time. And it, in this, the records, they had people had reported that it happened sometime before noon, the whole, this whole disaster. And they did an x-ray of this pocket watch that they found. And it was actually stuck on like 1142 or something, like a specific time. And that's what they – so now they – like. The, they're thinking that it stopped right when the earthquake happened. So, like, when, like, you read up on it, it's, like, the earthquake happened at 1142, June 6th, and 1692. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's very specific. That is really specific. Um, but, like, it's fascinating. And then there was one last thing that happened. Another thing? Well, what happens usually when you have an earthquake in the middle of the ocean? Sharks. Tsunami. Oh, sorry. I was just trying to go worse. I wasn't like thinking rationally. Shark tsunami. <laughs> shark, shark tsunami. Yeah, that's what I. Uh, um. So multiple tsunamis actually hit the uh, the port, oh. and it was. I think they said like the 
gravity of the tsunami was like similar to the tsunamis that hit China in 2004 or 2011. Oh, those were bad. Or Thailand. In, I forget. With it's like, like 80, vice versa. Foot, 80 foot waves yeah. or something nuts like that. So when the tsunamis hit, they care to the port. Um, there was obviously there were ships on the, in the port. They carried the ships, oh. and the ships actually rammed into what was left of the town. So like, after all this was done, um, once once was a like part of the mainland of Jamaica is now a devastated island. And I think it's still an island today. Wow, that, and it's woo. Okay. yeah. That and just blew my like mind. It's, like, it's one of those things where it's kind of interesting. Like, if it didn't – like, if this didn't happen, it was on track that it would have been – like, today would have been a Manhattan or a Hong Kong. Right. It would have been huge. Like, eventually it would have been – Modernized. Modernized. Yeah. And it wouldn't be, like – kind of like Las Vegas, how, like, it used to be just the mob that ran yeah. the entire city. Yeah. And – um, Until they went straight and started running corporations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So when this happened, England was like, yes, thank you. They thought it was like divine intervention. Thank you, nature. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> God knew how much you guys were evil. So they wanted to correct it. And then I was like, that sounds about right. I mean, they just kind of got like firebombed I and mean, salted the earth afterwards with three natural disasters at once. Yeah, I mean, but it was... Even though it was nature that actually ultimately I saved know, the city, I know, yeah, the the port shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. But I mean, how do they know that like there wasn't solid ground underneath the beach? You yeah, know? Y- exactly. But it's <sighs> like I watched this um, documentary about it. Uh, it was on Disney Plus, and it's a couple years old. It's like from 2017. Nice. And I was laughing because so this guy's. Uh, you have to have permission if you want to excavate like the the ruins and everything from the government of Jamaican government. Cool. Um, so he got permission, and he had this device, and it was like this. Basically, it's a device that takes radar and pictures of the seafloor, and they were basically it was like a series that history did called. Um, Racing the sea or something like that, where basically they would take um, radar pictures, or they, they actually call them lidar as well, um, right. and digitally kind of like dry up the seabed so you could see what it looks like, and that's what they were trying to do. That's some raise advanced the, ass technology, yeah. man. Well, Jeez. they did this right, and yeah. they had this torpedo, and they brought it up. One of the fishing boats went in, went a little too far in to the uh the, the dig site let's say and breaks the line where they controlled where it was going and breaks the machine and they basically they lost like they destroyed a five hundred thousand dollar piece of uh equipment and like the guy who's like in charge of like the the excavations like had a face like well fuck <laughs> he's like that's, well, that's ruined I so d- they, yeah oh. and they had to end up like hand taking like someone diving in and taking pictures as he was like just like uh swimming himself because the visibility in the in this area in jamaica is horrendous like in the picture in the video it was like 
you just can't see. Just silt everywhere. Just yeah. If you put light on it, you could you barely could see inches in front of your face. That's scary. Yeah. I don't like that. And then you see a shark in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're they don't really like humans that much. I know, but but I mean, I mean, I mean, Cthulhu could live there for all I know. <laughs> I don't want to bump into him randomly. That's very true. You know. Jeez. That is. I would. Okay, so we're talking about making a pirate movie now, obviously. Right. So we make it a disaster movie starring Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed and Calico Jack. So you're basically like, because you said that they actually can't went to they port, were They right? were dead. Yeah, they were there. So, yeah, you could, like, that's, like, kind of, like, the catalyst, but, like, it starts off with them, like, how they became. Obviously, it's a multi-movie thing. Come on. Obviously. everyone. It, I mean, okay, so the first one is going to be awesome because that's what's going to happen. And yeah. then it's going to be so successful, we're not going to have an idea for the second one. We're just going to wing it. And then we have to reclaim the virtue of the series with the third one. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, okay. So Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, pretty much. Except but then they re, re they remessed it up with the fourth one. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that first <laughs> one was fun. But yeah, I would watch the hell out of a. Yeah, I mean that's uh, a, like it's a dynamic that yeah. I mean, females become pretending to be boys in the to be a pirate is actually a thing that's happened before. Right. Um, I mean they did that in Pirates of the Caribbean, but right that'd be like an interesting dynamic, basically like a love triangle, sort in of in the sea. But then then she he's like he's like hey. Annie, what the hell's up with you and Mark? <laughs> She's a woman. <laughs> Wait, no, what? I saw him peeing standing up. <laughs> <laughs> She's been pretending to be a man for a long time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. it'd be a, yeah. I think it's an interesting story. It'd be cool. And just as a disaster film, because they've done all these other disaster films that played out so much. Yeah, like what was it? Was it 2012? With um, 2012 was basically all the disasters. Yeah, that. I was just playing off of the Y2K scenario. Right. But since this since that since this really happened and like that thing the the sand thing where it liquefies and then crushes you to death. Yeah. Like to have that and then be like, oh that would be crazy. I'd watch the hell out of that movie. It'd be yeah. It'd be interesting. Disney's gonna probably like mentally be like we tapped into your recording anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, right? You uh, wa- got this from watching something on Disney+. Plus. This is technically our property. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be like... Oh. Damn it, Mickey got me again. <laughs> Mickey and Snoop Dogg, man. They're always out to get us. Snoop Dogg? Snoop Dogg. There was like three mean? years where I would make a joke, and then Snoop Dogg or one of Snoop Dogg's movies would say it within a year. Ask Jason about it. No joke. Okay. For real. I mean, I remember like we used to tell jokes that would show up on movies in general. But I didn't it know was it, was mostly, it was mostly Snoop Dogg. He was the worst offender of anybody. I mean, what movies? Lo- like, as in Starsky and Hutch? No, not no, no, no. Like, um, it was the, that movie with Lil Bow Wow that he did. Lot- lotto ticket, lottery ticket. He was in lottery. T- oh, it was his movie. Oh, okay, okay. And th- I said some joke about. Uh, I made out with a woman while I was drunk, and Musta was like, That's "Hey, a joke. how? W- no, how was it?" I was like, oh, "I was like making out with a bag of wet laundry," oh. and then they made that same joke in the movie. Okay, okay. I thought the joke was you making out with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Back to grade school, love yeah. it. Oh, burned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get one. You do. You do. You do. Out of the thirty, that's to to me. Well, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't help myself. 
that's true. Kind of set myself up. But uh, yeah, I think that's a n- nice spot to end it before we drag off into that's other true. tangents. So um, cool thing is, I never heard of that before. Right oh, the now. sunken city. The sunken I didn't city. either till like fairly recently. I thought it was pretty interesting. It's just like a part of history that's very important. Yeah, right. History, but it's not really taught. Right. But and with all these crazy lady pirates, there's well, I don't know. There's like an untapped something yeah. in here. A you history know, now that channel I say thing. That it's not been taught. Probably one of our teacher friends is going to be like, "You idiots! You never paid attention, did you?" <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but that's not my fault. You were boring. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think that'll be it. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to listen to the or wa- go watch the documentary that I got the information from, it was like Sunken City or the Sunken Raising the S- the Sunken Pirate City, and it was on Disney Plus. It's like a good forty-five minute long. It's like a one sitting history thing. It's a one sitting thing. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, yeah. So join us next week where we will probably talk about something. St- Silly. I was thinking we pick movies that were traditionally bad and we defend why we like them. Okay, so kind of like how we did in the first episode where we talked about bad movies that are actually were good. Right, but those Critically, are those are like classic like, movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about, you know, like how Roadhouse so is like, a bad movie, but everybody loves it. That's what you want to do. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Okay, yeah. so you're not like saying like, oh, like... We're not going to argue that the Shawshank Redemption is a good movie. <laughs> That's we're not, not going to be. I thought like maybe like I really liked White Girls. Oh God, no! I mean like the Thirteenth Warrior. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> which which flopped really bad and critically lambasted everywhere, but I love yeah. that movie. Okay, like that's right. what I mean. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool. So uh, look forward to that, guys. Um, so like I said, this is Nerd Fury Podcast. I'm, I'm Jim. Dan- he's Dan- you son of a bitch. <laughs> I missed the cues. We're going to have to get cue cards. That's my bad. I won't say anything. Go. This has been Dan Granato. I'm Jim Lovecheck. (laughs) This has been Nerd For You. You son (laughs) of a bitch. This has been Nerd Fury. We love you guys. Bye.